We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Your favorite movie of all time. F9. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm boiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good good question. I'm not even going to talk. You shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Apocaflix Now, our main show here at Apocaflix Movies. It is Tuesday, and that means we have a new episode of Apocaflix Now. I'm your host tonight, Jacob Bartley, and we have a four-man crew today. Will it be a five-man crew? Honestly, I don't know, but I will find out eventually because I do want to hear uh, Keith's thoughts on Andor. The full season, which we will be talking a little bit later here, but I'm going to go ahead and introduce the rest of the crew here. Most of you know their names. I'll go ahead and start here with Gio Ramos. Gio, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good. Uh, happy holidays, everyone out there. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving, uh, whether you watch football or stuffed your face with turkey and stuffing and all that kind of stuff, or even just being around family um i'm doing good it's been a busy evening grinding out these videos trying to get used to this discord thing i mean i see all these hashtags and topics right here and i'm like these different (laughs) chats what's going on here i'm gonna learn it and catch up so uh yeah just a lot of exciting stuff that's a great thing you brought up geo you reminded me we have a discord now thanks to mr jake berlin started our discord just today you can see it right there on screen. Uh, if you're listening on audio, come watch the video and find it. <laughs> find the link. Um, but it's the Apocalypse Movies Discord. <laughs> I've only been in there for like half a day, and I'm loving it already. It's so much fun. Like <laughs> The subcategories and everything. It's so cool. Um, <laughs> speaking of Jake, he's right here with us. How you doing, man? How was your holiday break? Very busy. Uh, I was in San Diego, and it was nonstop. Go, go, go. Uh, there were 17 of us uh for thanksgiving we were there not just for thanksgiving but also to celebrate my grandmother's 75th birthday which is today grandma hi. susan if you're watching this she uh, watches hi, happy grandma birthday grandma and happy uh, birthday. she watches every single week so happy birthday Graham. um we celebrated celebrated the big seven five for her and we had a big giant themed elvis party which was wild what um, That's yeah cool. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up a picture but it was pretty insane um but yeah, no, I mean, it was it was it was a long weekend, but it was a very good weekend. I got to play a very incredible and very insanely hard golf course. Um, Why are you playing golf was... on grandma's birthday weekend? Because it's not all about her, Brian. That's <laughs> Everything's oh. about grandma's Tuesday. She gets whatever she wants. <laughs> uh, no, so I got to play a little golf. We ate some good food, obviously watched football. Um, yeah, I mean, work's stressing me out a little bit. Life is stressing me out a little bit, but... Uh, it's kind of the normal thing. Um, yeah, and then as far as the Discord goes, uh, welcome Gio and Jacob to the Discord life. Brian, <laughs> make sure you join the Apocalypse Discord, please. I was um, in it at some point. Like you, I, I don't remember you ever being in it. You, <laughs> well, because you, me, and Shaw made one. And maybe, but I started the Apocalypse one today. 
Okay, so then there's probably two Pockflix ones floating If you paid attention to my message earlier today, I started it today. (laughs) Look, look, I still have it. This is the old one. Oh, yeah, look at the logo. Yeah, there we go. Oh, the little reel with the A. Oh, that was a good logo. That's, That's when, when Jake was still learning, but it still looked good. Still oh, no. Good. I mean, we don't we don't give credit to someone who uh, doesn't believe that the moon landing isn't real. I, so. It depends on what day it is. If you guys didn't hear, Brian does not believe that we landed on the moon. It depends on what day it is. You think it, he what? thinks it was staged? He thinks oh, it's a oh, total hoax. Sometimes. Wait, don't you watch but, For All Mankind? Yeah. Not that it's accurate. And exactly. 100% For All accurate. Mankind. They're on the moon. Why aren't we on the moon? Yeah, I actually. What about uh? Haven't like continued that series. What's that Ryan Gosling movie with uh? uh oh, first man. man. Babylon. Yeah. Well, obviously we're talking one. about fictional stories about a possible, you know, fictional landing. But no, it's real. Of course, it's real. Hey, yeah, we caught um, conspiracy theories last night. I mean, I'm hey, just yeah. jealous that Jake's grandma watches because I wish my grandma watched watched our show. That would be pretty cool. Well, but, she is the coolest grandma, Grandma yeah. Susan. Definitely. Is this the one who makes the the handmade? Yeah, she made those. Yeah, she made both those. Yeah, definitely the coolest grandma. Um, Brian, how you doing, man? How was your Thanksgiving weekend? Good. Didn't really do too much. Lazed around. Uh, Now I'm acting like a grandma in my sweatpants (laughs) with my portable heater blasting on me with a blanket on my lap. So I'm living my inner yeah. You that cold? I know how you feel, man. Uh, Yeah, I'm not used to it. You are colder than Sanka when he got off the plane in Cool Runnings (laughs) in the airport. I've never seen Cool Runnings. Oh my god! Oh, that's. (laughs) I mean, it's good that we know this. (laughs) It's good that we know this now. Add it to your list. My God, we need to. You know what? I'm. I should pull a veto, and we should re-challenge Brian to watch every time. Every other week is a lot. And I know. I got God. You. That's a lot. Oh That's my! Lot. Now I'm questioning <laughs> if you've seen John Candy movies. That's what I'm questioning. Um, not really. Oh my God! Na- name three. Uncle Buck. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, it's funny, Uncle. B- I watched like 20 minutes of Uncle Buck last weekend because my mom put it on. Uh, so planes, like trains, God. and automobiles. No. He was in the first Home Alone movie for like five minutes. So. I mean, you watch Home Alone. Geo, can you name what he is the king of? In what? Oh, in Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone. Oh God. Uh, uh, I know they they wear the damn jackets. Oh God. I think it starts with an S. Or no, Polka. Hoka. Hoka. There you go. Thank you. I was thinking something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brian's seen like three Arnold movies. Come on. we gotta Polka, get him to watch there you Arnold go. Movies yeah, first, Polka you know, King of the Midwest, Polka. or maybe a, a certain yeah, a wow, certain what state. What what his era. Um, Wait, so Brian, have you never seen? So you've never seen Great Outdoors. You've never seen. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yes. Okay, okay thank there God. You go. He plays Barf. <laughs> thank yeah. God. Um, all right, we're gonna have to do, we're gonna we're gonna have to challenge Brian to some John Candy movies because that that hey, is I classic mean, movies. We d- have been like the last six weeks or so. It's been Brian every other time. So yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's never changing. Okay. By the way, that's never changing. Get that now that it's is funny, never like, changing. Now. We are literally doing it every other week. 100%. You know, we joked about it for a while, and it actually <laughs> yes. started happening. Yes, <laughs> it's <laughs> it'll wow. never change, Brian. It's, it it's every other like, week. Just prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Uh, at least we're adding some more movies there and all that. Uh, I had a good <laughs> holiday break as well. It's always 
We didn't ask Honestly, I'm asking myself. Um, I, I only say that because so, I feel I feel the position. Nobody ever asks how I'm doing. Hey, well. Jacob, how was your Thanksgiving break, buddy? I noticed that. And that's why I try to ask you sometimes before you transition, Jake, but you never get it, get a chance. But I, I think, look, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It always will be. But I think Thanksgiving is my second favorite holiday. Oh, my God. I know Brian doesn't like Thanksgiving. But... And look, we're, this is American Brandish Thanksgiving, up. obviously. Maybe not all viewers are, are from our country. But um, but I like Thanksgiving because you get the family, you get the food, but you don't have to buy anyone gifts. And so that's the... Um, I mean, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. wrong. And you get the football. About, yes. Well, you get football on Christmas, too. Yeah. But like not that. as much. Uh, it's just yeah, it's, it's, not it's different same. on Thanksgiving. Wait, um, is there football on, on Christmas oh, Day? Oh, well... There is? it's around christmas but remember was it last year or the year before there was games on christmas i remember well because it was on a sunday because alvin kamara had like five touchdowns yeah because it was on a sunday though and they don't put games on christmas right but well only if it's on a sunday right i think it was monday i think it was the monday okay so a monday night game that makes sense yeah only if it falls on those days but yeah normally they don't they don't like come on you're the sports guy here let's go no you're right you're right it's not always on uh yeah it's not. It's usually basketball hey, J- for sure. Hey Jacob, quick plug. Didn't we watch a movie over Thanksgiving break? Absolutely. And yeah, the videos did. up um, on the channel. Yeah, we watched Glass I'm Onion. So jealous. Uh, the so Knives jealous. Out mystery. Uh, yes. I. You know what's funny? I told you this. I thought it was in theaters for a week and then comes out on Netflix right away. That's no. not. No, it doesn't come out till Christmas month. week. I was like, what? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, know Yeah, it, it comes out Christmas week. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it so still two more days to watch Glass? The last no, the last day is today. It's the last chance. Yeah. Oh, today. today's the last day. 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. showing Jake. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, let's make that happen. Whatever. Hey, we've you done know. it before, right? We've done yeah. it before. My our um, lives were vastly different, my I guy. Know. I know. <laughs> we were kids. We were kids back then. Just randomly go to a Well, I mean, I was showing. a kid. You guys were still older, you know. Oh my. Oh, yeah. We're so much older. I wasn't around for that. So, <laughs> so, so much older. Um Yes, you were. Yeah, so, <laughs> we were talking about the movie watching challenge and let's get into it. Uh, I love the you, I, I love the uh let's get into it. Let me delay this a little longer so I can find the button absolutely that's that's how i do it Didn't, don't you remember <laughs> i used to always do that um yeah for those of you who don't know how this works every week one of us gets challenged to a new movie that we have not seen lately it's been brian frequently every other week so he's been watching two new movies a month at least and and we hey. love we love it here it's a great routine um, <laughs> i love that and this past week brian was challenged to a movie that we've been get, trying to get him to watch for mm-hmm. so long and that is Nightcrawler, the Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal starring Nightcrawler. Do we figure out if it was Dan or <laughs> Dan or Dan? Dan. Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy, because I slipped. Yeah, no, it's not Tony Gilroy. It's Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy. Yeah. yeah Were you guys confused Gilroy. about that last week? Well, yeah. Well, Tony we Gilroy produced it. Yeah. yeah. Dan. Dan Gilroy directed it. Yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about Andor, and then we were like, oh, but at least Dan wrote a few episodes of Andor, so it kind of mm-hmm. still applies. He, mm-hmm. we were talking about how he brings out intensity. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping he brought some intensity to Nightcrawler, according to Brian. Uh, Brian will have a full review up of that tomorrow. And we're going to start doing, uh, as long as we can, we're going to start doing the Challenger and the Challengee in the review video. So keep an eye out for that. So you have Brian 
and Gio on that video. But Brian, can you just give us a one sentence like summary on your uh, opinion on the film? Meh. Quick thoughts. Are you really? fucking kidding me? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. I was about to lying. lose my shit. I'm not joking you. I was about to lose it. No, Jake I, definitely would over this. Over it this was movie. all right. It was all right. I mean. Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. This movie was bought. I like this movie a lot. <laughs> Brian liked the movie, guys. Yeah, That's okay. a win. That's yeah. good. Because I think we had a few. Look, he didn't like Predator. He didn't like um, the, last the Last Action, action Hero. Hero. So Nightcrawler, though. Like That's I said, Brian hit. can't watch anything before 1990. It's just not possible. You want to know what's funny, though? That's and I said this in our sense. review. Uh, is it do- I've learned from being challenged every other freaking week the type of movie that I typically don't like. And it's one, it's where the movie feels like it's like already been going for like 20 minutes. Like, you know how like it kind of feels like it just jumps in. Like how this started. Like, you kind of just jump in and he's already like cutting up the fence and then like like that i typically don't like that so this mm-hmm. is the first time when it's like oh this turned out to be good like i usually like it like set me up a little bit but this kind of just went straight into it and those usually aren't my forte at first i couldn't and, remember the beginning of the movie but then i was like oh yeah i remember I yeah remember it literally about. just immediately just like starts yeah. and you don't really that. know what he's doing right at first but, yeah like you you don't uh, know his name or like any yeah. of that well stuff. we'll get more of brian's thoughts um sounds like it's a positive for brian so we'll get more of brian's thoughts on the video that we'll can i tell tomorrow. you i was terrified to not like this movie like I knew there would be rap. We all were. Like the other, <laughs> I would have, I would have kicked oh, you from this man. channel. So <laughs> no, there were the other two. I was like, I can get away with. Like this one, I was like, if I come, I feel back, like Jake would have been like, I'll be right back, and then we would have seen him drop kicking you yeah, at your house <laughs> like thirty minutes later. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So let we'll hear more about that. But Brian, you get to challenge somebody else, and I guess you can't. Ch- the only reason that wouldn't work, Brian can't challenge himself. So Brian would never Correct. get to Thank challenge God. anyone. Correct. If, then I'd be doing it every week. <laughs> but we could just switch off. We can go. We all just challenge him every week. But uh, but no, Brian, you get to challenge someone this week. So who do you have for us? And what four movies are they getting dealt? Um. So I had someone in mind originally. But I love, 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 love that you guys updated your lists because it is giving me ideas. Mind you, I still haven't seen about 90% of the movies you guys <laughs> updated your list with. So I don't know how our little like review show is going to work because like, if I'm trying to lead it half of these movies, I've never seen, but maybe you have to watch them with us. I, that's what I'm going to have to do with this week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you're challenging me. Are you challenging me? I know. Yeah. I'm are. challenging you. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was going to originally challenge you until I saw a little section of your list that intrigued me. Do you know yeah. what section? I only I added like three new movies. I'm going to add some more though. Jake yeah. added a lot of good movies. Like there was a lot that I wanted to challenge to a lot of more recent ones that I've seen, but you had one little section that I, it caught my eye a and section. I said it to Gio right before we started. Yep. Do you know what section it is? It's, isn't it the uh, Studio Ghibli stuff? Yes. Yeah. Ah, nice. So the anime-ish movie. I added all the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli movies I haven't seen. So oh, I haven't. Cool. I have only seen Spirited Away. I've heard of every Same. single one of the ones that are on this list. 
So I made a full anime wheel for it. It is considered anime, right? So no, I'm, it's it's anime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anime. anime. So I made a full anime movie list for Jake, which includes My Neighbor Totoro, Princess Mononoke, Castle in the Sky, and Kiki's Delivery Service. Okay. Nice. So I haven't seen any of these movies. Same. But I'm probably going to end up watching whatever one lands on because Are I'm actually interested. HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, HBO they're all on right? HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. That's awesome. So, and yeah. the reason why I added these to my list now, like I've, I've they've always been on my watch list, but because Lucasfilm is currently working with Studio Ghibli, so it like kickstarted it. Made me rem remember when Brian asked to put movies on our list, I was like, oh, we're getting all this Studio Ghibli stuff right now from Lucasfilm. Let me put these on the list. That way I never forget them. And I, I knew he was going to take a chance at these. So, yeah. And he took a chance at all, all four of them. Yeah. <laughs> four of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, man. I want to watch these two, to be honest, because you guys challenged me to Spirited Away uh, a few years ago and mm -hmm. I loved it. So, yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited too. And I'm probably honestly going to watch whatever it lands on too. So, um, are we ready? Let's do it. Last week we got wild. Can we do it two weeks in a row? Is there one you want, Jake, or no? Princess Mononoke. Oh, close. Okay. All right. All right. They're all bangers. According to Andy, they're all bangers. I'm happy. I've heard great things about all of them, honestly. So I heard a couple of them are really dark, though. I don't know which one. My name's not Keith, by the way, but that's okay. Oh, I didn't even realize. How did I change that? <laughs> interesting well there you have it jake will be watching my neighbor Totoro. i believe that one is on hbo max so if any it should be viewers wanted to watch it, it as well and kind of uh so they can once they watch jake's review they can know what he's talking about because i know not all film fans have seen these but they're definitely ones you want to keep on your radar like i said spirited away is honestly oh. one of the best animated films i've ever seen and i was so glad that you guys challenged me to it that one time so gordon that this move your movie, the Howling Moving Howling Howl's Moving Castle, was on Jake's list. I just ran out of options. Yeah, now, so um, its name on there. Now I'm actually genuinely <laughs> curious. Go I mean, ahead. it's probably been left there since the last time the <laughs> was challenged. <laughs> to be honest, so that means it's been there for like your <laughs> challenge and my challenge and and all the ones before that. Because I feel like Keith hasn't been challenged in a while. To be honest. Oh, I found it. Uh, okay. Oh, he hasn't because he. We haven't challenged him since he hasn't been on the show as much. Mm -hmm, Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there you have it. So like I said, Brian's review of Nightcrawler will be up tomorrow. And then next week we'll get Jake's review for My Neighbor Totoro. And then he will choose his next challengee. And I'm wondering who that's going to be. Not me. Uh, <laughs> all righty, guys. So let's move on. We do have one other topic planned here before we get to the spoiler review of Andor, which I know a lot of people want to get to, but we're going to talk about, and I like this. We did this last month and we're doing it again. We're going to talk about some of our most anticipated movies for December. Now, each of us is really going to choose one movie that we like are dying to see. Cannot wait to see with a couple honorable mentions here and there. This is going to be interesting. I feel like I know where some of you are going to go. Maybe not some others. Um, well, you, know, you two have one up on us because you have seen, you have seen a that's December a movie point. already. Night yeah. or Glass so, Onion is a wide release in December. That's a fair so point. you guys get to knock that off of your list. This Are season. you guys counting that when you approach this list? I'm not going to count it because you two have seen it. I will yeah. just say that I am 
extremely excited to see this movie. I have always been extremely excited to see this of movie. Of course, yeah. But I'm not going to use it as mine just because you two have seen it. Yeah, no, that makes sense for sure. Um, all right, I'm going to start with you, Gio. I I can't guess well, what he's movie the easy it's going to be. Um, he's the but, easy one, that's why. Uh, Gio, what is your... Jake, do you want to start with uh, most anticipated or just say our one? Yeah, so you... Uh, I want you to talk about your most anticipated and then at the end, just mention the two movies that you maybe were, are looking forward to. Um, no detail on them, just mention them, but I want you to focus on the one that you're most looking forward to. Okay. So I'll mention the one that uh, was an honorable mention and it's uh Will Smith's emancipation on uh, Apple. Um, yeah. Just like, really I think it comes out, that doesn't one. that come out like this weekend or next weekend early? I think uh, it's definitely December, but it's I think it's early sure. December 2nd, December 2nd. Wow. This wow, Friday. There you go. It wow. wait, it comes out in theaters this Friday and it comes out on Apple next Friday. Interesting. There you go. Might have to make another okay. theater trip. Yeah. Um, hmm. One movie I'm looking forward to in December. Oh, man. Come I on wonder. now. It is Avatar The Way of Water, okay? Like, I know some of you out there are like, ugh, I'm not going to waste my time with that movie or watch that movie. Come on, who asked for it? It's not the point. It's James Cameron, okay? The guy literally admitted in an interview, I think with uh, GQ, that he was contemplating stepping away from filmmaking until he wanted to revisit Pandora. So whether you're a fan of it or not, we're getting more James Cameron. But this movie right here is exciting for so many reasons, okay? One, they've been working on this technology of mocap underwater for years. And we're going to finally see it in 3D. Now, some of you out there might cringe 3D. No, 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 no. James, it's not James Cameron's fault that he set the bar so high for 3D and everyone else decided, you know what, we need to go 3D. With the exception of a few movies like Tron Legacy and The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. Beautiful 3D movies. But Avatar, The Way of Water, the highest grossing movie of all time is now making a return. And we're not just getting one, but four other sequels <laughs> and there are things in this movie that i am for sure looking forward to one is sigourney weaver her coming back right how the hell is she gonna come back well she's not only an avatar but she's also like a, t a teenager just process that for a moment james cameron said hey sigourney weaver we know you're great our collaborations in the past, excellent. We want you to come back and play an avatar, uh, the daughter of Jake Sully. Talk about a challenge that I cannot wait to see Sigourney Weaver pull off. And then you're bringing back Stephen Lang as the colonel. And I don't know why, but it didn't hit me until I found out um, that he's actually coming back as an avatar. To me, that's brilliant. Okay, say what Did you I know that Avatar. before you. Oh man, probably. Um, yeah. So you're the expert, Jake. Come on, man. But insider Jake coming at you. <laughs> there it is, right there. But I mean, say what you will about Avatar. 
the colonel and I can't remember his his full Colonel Quaritch, excuse me. One of the best villains for a non-IP blockbuster movie, in my opinion. And I'm glad he's coming back. Um, the trailers have looked incredible. The visual effects are reminding you what top notch looks like. And if anything, it's James Cameron and him giving us a sequel. And we know how James Cameron is with sequels. I mean, they're arguably better than the first movies. Okay. I'm talking about T2 and aliens. So this has been a long time coming and I can't wait to (laughs) revisit Pandora. We're going to get the underwater, possibly the neighboring planets of Pandora. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited for this journey. So avatar, the way of water. Good choice, Gio. I mean, I look, we joke about it, but I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, obviously it's, it's going to be a spectacle and it's James Cameron doing a sequel. I just wish I knew a little bit of the plot from the trailers. They literally give you nothing, but other than that, it's about looks amazing. family looks absolutely <laughs> incredible. So oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm excited for it. Hey, I hope they cross it over with Fast and Furious. That'd be no, great. No, please, That'd God. What? Hey, Look, no, they, then we would get validated in all of us talking bad about Avatar. This, uh, <laughs> like, I, I think I've been the one who has questioned this movie the most on this channel. Um, and no matter how much I question it, like, there is still a part of me that's excited to see what it's all about. Yeah. You know, he's James Cameron hasn't directed anything since the original Avatar. So, for him to spend that much time on a project, you know, it, it intrigues me just because he is such a highly regarded filmmaker. Um, and for him to put that much time into something is obviously like, okay, well, I need to pay attention to it a little bit. Um, it, it It's going to be visually stunning. Like, there's no question about that. It's going to be what the first movie was all over again, just 13 years later. Like, I don't have any issues or problems or questions about how it's going to look, feel, etc., I'm just worried a little bit that it's going to feel too much like the first. Like, you know, I know that a lot of sequels take elements from the first movie and and kind of transform them or, or do something a little bit differently, but also kind of do something that is very similar. I'm just a little afraid that bringing the colonel back and, and granted, it's different because he's in an avatar body and it, it's going to be a different fight. It's not like the same human army that they're facing this time, etc., I'm just a little nervous that's going to feel so similar to the first that I'm not going to be like excited about it at the end. I could be completely wrong. And I hope I am. Um, I just, I don't want it to feel too similar to the first movie. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair concern to be honest. And like, I, I feel like the first movie trailers gave us a little bit of story. I have no idea what's going on in this movie, but it looks so beautiful though. Like how could you not be mesmerized by those visuals? Like, especially when they played in the big screen. Amazing. Brian, I'm, I'm not sure if this movie's on your honorable mention list at all, but are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah, I very much echo you actually. <coughs> I just wish I knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. It's fair. Like, I think I would be more excited if someone could tell me like this is the plot of the movie yeah. like 
I mean, like, all I honestly know is that, like, there's water avatars now. Uh, apparently, there's different clans. There's, yeah, the clan that Jake Sully's in, you know, and they're going to be forced to go and pair up with another clan, but that clan wants nothing to do with them and what they've, mm -hmm. the trouble they brought to Pandora. Meanwhile, the colonel is back and people may or may not be aware of it at the time or like of, of what's going on. And obviously the humans are back in Pandora as well. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there's going to be a lot I of just stuff think, that happen from that. I just feel like the marketing has not been great for this movie. Like just personally, I think that marketing could have st stepped it up. I mean, this is I, about to be, I mean, <laughs> they need $2 billion to break even. Spend that money. Easy. Like, I'm not going to say that's I don't easy, think that's, that's not. I don't think easy. that's true. Actually, that's not easy. And Jacob, I think that's 100%. Easy. True. You know why? I think that's 100%. Because the movie's going to release in China. That's yeah, true. that, I mean, that is. That doesn't, true. but we've seen movies released in China before not make $200 million. Like, I have, like, there. I don't think there's any issue or like if there's a movie that can like we look into it and be like oh it's 200 million like of course like yeah like it's avatar but i kind of do agree with brian in the sense that the marketing i think i'm not gonna say that it's bad but i think the approach has been a little weird they've been focusing so much on the visuals whereas like jacob's saying half the people probably have no idea what the movie's even about well, like, look, if you're a fan of the first movie, I think the, the trailers work for you because you're just going back to that world. But if you're, let's say you're somebody who's skeptical or you're not a fan of the first, you've never seen it. How do you get those people interested in the marketing? Yeah. My, I think, go ahead. I was just to say the marketing to me has been very much like, hey, we're Avatar. We, we made another movie. Come see it. Like that's kind of the vibe I get. And maybe that's all they need to do. I don't know. Like yeah, I haven't if, looked at ticket sales or if it works, it's gonna then... make a crap ton of money. Because I, I mean, mean tickets are out. We'll be there opening mistake. night. We're going yeah, to see it so. in IMAX together. And and I didn't look like the day or two after to see what ticket sales had looked like mm. or whatever. But I mean, I have no doubt the movie's gonna make a ton of money. I am just wondering. I'm not. I'm not worried about how much money it's going to make like opening weekend or whatever. I'm wondering what the legs look like. Legs these days are very different compared to 13 years ago. Like Avatar 13 years ago was making, we're making legs because there weren't as much Marvel movies, like all that type of a, stuff. It was a completely different world in 2009. To be That's honest. what I'm saying. Like no. I, I'm very curious on the types of legs. This like, what is the rewatchability? Cause the first Avatar had an incredible rewatchability when it first came out. Will this one have the same being three hours? That's all I'm saying. It could. Um, I mean, those are fair. Those last thoughts. How far? No, how those were. Uh, those are fair points. Um, I think, <clears throat> if anything, the word of mouth is going to be kind of the driving force behind how much. Because I, I think this movie will have legs. Okay, remember the first movie didn't didn't shatter records on opening weekend um, domestic or international, but it just, it, it hung around, it hung around it hung around. And all of a sudden, you know, people are talking about it, you know? Um, and, you know, whether, 
because we all know how film Twitter feels about this movie, you know, for the most part, you know, there's not, not many people are excited. I'd say about two, about like, I don't know, two thirds are kind of in the middle. And then you have one third that's just shitting on it or whatnot. But like, like I've told everyone, you know, like whether you're into it or not, you're not going to stop hearing about this movie for better or worse. It's going to be a movie that your coworkers are going to talk about. Your relatives are going to talk about your neighbors are going to talk about your friends are going to talk about uh, so on and, and, and so forth. And it, maybe it'll get to a point to where, okay, I'll just watch it just because I don't want to miss out on this theatrical experience. Um, you know, look at Taka and Maverick, Taka Maverick, pretty much dominated the summer block uh, box office all the way up until what Labor Day from Memorial Day to what Labor Day. And they're about to, and now it's going to get re-released. That's crazy. Like it was just, I don't even think it ever left. How's it? So still playing great movie, but also a theatrical experience. So I don't know, Gio, how much money is Puss in Boots going to take away from Avatar the following week? How much? Well, If Strange World is any indication, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Those people who didn't support Strange World need to go F off. Strange World might have, Strange World might have been one of the worst advertised movies I've ever seen. Yes. You know why? Blame this guy. (laughs) Blame. I, I, until I heard like it did horrible at the box office, I thought it was going to, it was a Disney Plus movie. Disney's about exactly. to, Disney's about to take a whole new direction on stuff. That's what went wrong. They released yeah. all their animated films on Disney Plus, so everyone's like, "Wait a minute, why is it this on Disney Plus?" Yeah, Just, yeah. Well, Chapek wasn't going to tell James Cameron anything. In fact, there are interviews where James Cameron literally told executives to f off. And I'm sure. So, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I would love to see that in real life. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure <laughs> we're not going to spend that much time on every movie that we talk about. Maybe we will. Jake, I'm gonna it's go. The, to it's you. the biggest movie of December, so it, it Jake, you know it, it makes sense. I have a feeling I know what movie you're gonna take because <clears> it also is. I think you're gonna take mine, but I want to give it to you. We'll see. Maybe not. We'll see. But I'm gonna go to you, Jake Berlin. What is your number one most anticipated and your honorable mentions? Uh, my number one most anticipated, no question, is Babylon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Damien, Ch- the Damien Chazelle film with Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, 1920s Hollywood. Um. I am a Damien Chazelle fanboy, uh, a little lesser of a fanboy than I am Denis Villeneuve. Uh, but I, there's not a Damien Chazelle movie I don't love. Uh, Whiplash, La La Land, First Man. I love them all so, so much. And I just love the creative takes that he has with film. Um, and when he's touch, when you get to touch something with like 1920s Hollywood, which is such a unique time in our history, Right. Like the way that people went about things, obviously film the film world. And uh, and then you put Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie in this movie, who I have no doubt are going to be buck wild in this film. I mean, Margot Robbie looks like she's high the entire time. Her character anyway, <laughs> uh, not her. Um, I, I just I'm so excited. We haven't seen a movie from him since First Man uh, with Ryan Gosling in 20. Oh, God, was that 2017? 2018. Was a while ago. 2018. Yeah, it was four or five years ago. Um, the first or the the official trailer actually came out this morning, uh, like the full fledged trailer. So you can go check that out online. I, I just I just love the idea and I, I love the time period. I'm kind of a I'm kind of like a period piece nut. When they step back in time with stuff like this, I really really enjoy it, especially that far back. 
Um, you know, I really enjoyed something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I love going back even farther uh, to like something like the 1920s and and something that isn't touched as much. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I uh, and going back to Giselle, I just think that he's such a fantastic storyteller. His scripts are mm -hmm. always so tight and clean and crisp and to the point and direct. And there's no like loose holes or anything like that in his writing and, and also in his direction. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just very excited to see him touch something like this and have someone like Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie uh, lead the film who were in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if I may mention. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm excited. I think that it's a, a very interesting piece of film and one of the most unique films we'll probably get this year. Um, it was very high up on my most anticipated list at the very beginning of the year. And uh, I hope it lives up to it. His movies usually do. He's one of those filmmakers that chooses projects very specifically. Um, and I can't wait to see what he does. So yeah, Babylon. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, other than, like if none of us had seen Glass Onion, mine probably would have been Glass Onion, but Babylon was mine too. I'll highlight another one of my other movies, but Babylon, I mean, I'm a fan of Damien Chazelle as well, not as much as you are, but uh, but I, I love Whiplash and La La Land. They're they're both damn near masterpieces. And oh, he did Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, that was his first watched film. That recently, or his first major film. Movie. Excuse me. I love yeah, yeah. Um, and I so on firstshowing.net they go a little bit more into the movie and they talk about how it's during the transition from non talking to from silent films to the talkies, yeah. mm -hmm. and that era of film is so fascinating to me. That's actually which I didn't even know this until recently because I watched it recently. Singing in the Rain. That's what that movie's about as well. But obviously, this is going to be a modern version telling of that era of Hollywood. And it yeah. just looks bonkers. And you have Damien Chazelle doing it with that cast. I can't wait. Like, that's, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, what were your honorable mentions, Jake? Uh, my, well, I, obviously, Glass Onion, which I haven't seen yeah. yet. I kept that off the list just because you, you guys had seen it this past mm -hmm. week. Um, but a movie that I really wanted to highlight, I'm not going to talk much on. I hope I get a chance to see it. I don't know if I will, um, but that's Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a movie yep. that he got like a massive standing ovation for at, uh, it was either the, I think it was the Venice Film Festival. I could be wrong. Um, I love him as an actor. And I think that he was, for some reason, at some point, Hollywood just decided to stop using him, which is so strange. Um, and I cannot wait to see him in this type of role. It's funny because I usually do not like Darren Aronofsky films. Um, he did Darren Aronofsky did Mother, which is the mm. infamous movie that I walked out of. Like with wait, did you get left. challenged to one of his movies recently too, or was that? Uh, not yeah, um, with Jared Leto and Jennifer Connelly, uh, Requiem for Requiem yeah. for a Dream. Yeah, oh. that's funny. Um, so yeah, I, I'm usually not an Aronofsky fan, but there's been such hype around this movie. I I just have to go see it if yeah. I get the chance to see it. Like, and he's he's uh, and he's uh, starring alongside the girl who plays Max in Stranger Things, Sadie That's Sink. Right, yeah. Uh, which I I love her as an actress as well. I think she has a very bright future. But yeah, the whale man. I'm I'm so excited to see him in this role. And and we've gotten this really this trailer that's like 30 seconds long. That is basically just him standing up. We have no idea what this movie looks like, which intrigues me even more. 
So yeah, the whale is the one that I'm like dark horse of December possible Oscar contender. Could Brendan Fraser get an actual Oscar this year <laughs> because of this movie? I mean, I, I'm stoked. <clears throat> yeah, same. I mean, I'm looking forward to that one very much as well. Definitely in like my top four. Uh, Brian, <laughs> what is your, I'm curious. Honestly, you're the only one I could not pinpoint what your number one would be to be honest, but what is it? And you got a couple honorable mentions as well. Uh, mine was glass onion. That was okay. mine. Yeah. Um, if I was including that, I, I would guess that. Yeah. <laughs> I, for not including it, it would have been avatar, but okay. Uh, glass. Yeah, I thought onion. you were going to say a violent night. <laughs> no, I'm that movie I, looks awesome. It looks funny. Um, no, Glass Onion. Uh, love the cast. Yeah, seriously. The, the cast is, I think, the thing that makes me most excited, which was funny because that was the thing that made me most excited for Knives Out. You two better hold poker faces right now. Yeah. Get rid of them. Say kids. nothing. Uh, Should I kick them off for a second, Brian? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, first movie was great. Fantastic. I love my favorite movies are the ones where I'm trying to figure out who done it by the end of the movie, whatever it is. Those are my favorite type of movies because for the hour and a half to two and a half hours, whatever length the movie is, I'm nonstop like playing detective in my brain while I'm watching these movies. I actually have a question for you two. And sure. obviously no spoilers. I'm not going to get into that. But mm -hmm. did either of you guess and guess correctly on who done it i would say no at least on my end no no but there were a couple times where i leaned over to jacob and i was like i think that i think there's something there i think okay. you know okay i'm yeah. just curious we picked up on hints but none of us got it none of us okay. got it all right <laughs> all right yeah brian we're gonna have to go see fun uh but i will say you can skip death on the nile though you don't have to watch that who done i've already seen that <laughs> absolutely terrible yeah um <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that's i mean that's a good one to be looking forward to like andy, i said i didn't ask you andy <laughs> mine was or, actually or babylon as well and uh, <laughs> of course i'm looking forward to emancipation in the whale but i do want to highlight one movie that i uh, came across my honorable mentions just oh, get yeah what do you mention like oh, six ahead. movies here jacob what the hell Jeez. hold on jake you went <laughs> looking forward to this on movie this movie and this movie i didn't go on depth you went in depth on the whale Sorry. and babylon oh. come on we spent 15 minutes on avatar yeah that's As the problem should. here that is <laughs> the should have a whole show on avatar we will so sorry what are your honorable mentions and you got 30 minutes on each Mine was Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Okay, and, 30 minutes. Come on. Um, my other one is going to be, spoiler alert. It's funny. I, I don't even oh, know. Oh, at first I was like, what is it? Wait, is that the name? That's the, yeah, name, that's the name of the movie. Hey, that yeah, actually yeah. looks really good. Uh, actually looks really yeah, we saw. It's funny. I was talking to my mom this year, and she actually pointed out, and I didn't even really realize it, that this year has been very much... Like they've put a lot of gay movies out. That sounds funny. A lot of uh, movies with we, we get what you're saying. QIA plus yes. themes like Bros. Bros. Uh, My Policeman. This well, they, movie. they come they come in threes, Brian. Not not. I mean, that's just like the saying, but they all come in groups. Oh, is My Policeman? I didn't know that was. Yeah, Harry yeah. Styles. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen it on. Is it on Apple TV? 
Prime. Or Prime. Prime. Yeah, yeah, Prime. Yeah. It's a Prime video uh, production. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool seeing um, movies like this being made. Did uh, you watch My Policeman, Brian? No, not yet. I haven't had time. Um, I want well, you to. have time this week. No, because I'm probably going to watch your movie. Um, <laughs> oh, it, they even made they even made a gay slasher movie this year. The they slash them. Uh, oh, oh on, that's right. It was on Peacock. Kevin Bacon was the main guy. Well, you're seeing more representation in general. Like, I don't know if the novel "Knock at the Cabin" is that what it's called? "Knock at the Cabin," the M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I so the, the cabin, yeah. there are two fathers, and they they have do- adopted yeah. a little Asian girl, and so there's you're seeing more representation overall. I'm telling yeah. you, it it comes in great. groups. Like there, like five years ago, we saw the trend of okay, every action movie needs to have a female lead. Like yeah. it all just when one just, person, when one studio does it, or one filmmaker, everyone else wants to follow. Mm-hmm. I just That's hope just it's not a fad. Like it. It does mean a lot to be able to go see a movie that like you can kind of just like relate to because obviously I don't get that like you guys do. Um, but it, it it is nice to see. And yeah, I, I enjoy seeing this. Although for the love of God, can we please make a movie with that for gay people that has a happy ending? What I I haven't seen Bros yet. That's I know that one has happy. Bros ending. definitely has a happy ending. It's got yeah, to be. Bros. They they literally part of their mar- marketing was like, this is fi- the first freaking gay movie that has a positive ending. Maybe really? My- does I Love Simon does it have a positive Simon, ending? Well, okay, Love Simon does. It was yeah. it called Love Simon? Yeah, Love, Love Simon. Simon does. Yeah, but like two out of I've seen a lot like in the last year, and. It, Every someone dies at every single one. They always end together. This and that. Well, I would just like spoiler alert. I don't think is going to have a happy ending. But well, I know I don't think so either. That's so the whole I'm point just... of the name of the movie. But well, the I old... think there could be a joyful movie throughout, though. Like the old know. guard had a happy ending. Neither of them died. No, oh, yeah, that's fair. But and yeah, no. the most entertaining parts of the movie, honestly. I'm, Andy, I, I might just buy Bros and yeah, just good call. watch it. All right, so I just want to highlight one more movie that comes out in December, which looks so, so interesting, and that is The Green One. Have you guys heard of this movie? Yes. You mean The Mean One? The what? Oh, the I just the mean saw one? The Oh, The Mean thing. One, not The Green One. Yeah, The Mean yeah. One, where it's like a Grinch ripoff, but it's like a yes. green creature in a it's a horror. It's a horror film. It kills yeah. this girl's parents yeah. it's in the synopsis and then she yeah. goes out for revenge i'm like yeah yes and her name's cindy also <laughs> so it's like the dr seuss story just uh violent uh you know scary horror one they, well, life, that's so. because it's a trend right now you had the yeah. winnie the pooh yeah, yeah i was gonna say the winnie the pooh one they just no, I, don't, I don't think that's come out yet yeah no, it no, hasn't but, but, but it's it's blood and honey yeah it came out uh, well, I think they're doing another one. If it didn't, they if, did. They, well, yeah. they just announced that they're doing Bambi as a horror. That's movie. what it was. It was Bambi. It was the Bambi of course. Well, it's gonna Bambi be is a horror movie. I know it is. For some reason, the the mean one comes out on December fifteenth, which is a Thursday. It's like the only movie that comes it's out. It's taking Avatar's day. money, baby. I don't know why. Why? It's, oh, because of Avatar, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why. It's taking that money. Hey, I'm going to see the mean one that weekend. Um, <laughs> Let's bring our fifth member in here real quick and 
just in time to talk about maybe his most anticipated December film. Keith, how you doing, man? I nearly almost jumped in right then to tell Jake to settle down. <laughs> have to have money. You know Thank it's you. true. You know it's true. <laughs> Thank you. That's hilarious. Thank you. That's pretty funny. Um, hey guys, counter marketing. Um, it works. I, no, you know, actually, it might. It could be. What do they call that when it's uh like the counter programming? Counter. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Curtis, you're uh, right. Sorry, Curtis. Just it's Bros is streaming on Peacock on December second. Nice. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to see that. Uh, uh, Emma says hi, by the way. Emma just told me to tell your friends. Oh, hey, Emma. Emma. Hello. I'm Keith. So you're jumping in right as we're about to wrap up our uh, most anticipated movies for December. Basically, we all highlighted one movie that we're really looking forward to. Um, we already talked yes. about Avatar, Babylon. Um, we talked about them. Glass Onion. <laughs> but anything you look like, what's your number one most anticipated? Unless it's one of those. Uh, well, it's, it's one of those. But aside from That's those. That's fine. Uh, you still give Christian, us your thoughts on it. Uh, oh no, I'm super Avatar man. I'm super excited. I, I've that's one of those movies that I've I've done a 180 on. Um, so I'm 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 interested and excited about this one. Um, so yeah, and, and of course Glass Onion. I wish I could have gone with you guys to see it very much. Um, I still might. I think it's in there. But t- tomorrow's the last day, I think. Today Maybe. night. Today. Oh no, I thought tomorrow. Keith, go at midnight. No, I'll no, I'll be in there soundlessly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely that. Um, uh, but you know, this Christian Bale movie, um, the, the Edgar Allan Poe movie, which Edgar Allan Poe oh. is a, a weird guy with a weird life. What is the movie and, called? And a weird, mysterious death. Um, the pale blue eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, man. Julian Anderson, uh, sc- uh, 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 Scolder in there. And, uh, no, wait, she's called her. What one was she? Julian Anderson. Uh, X Files. Nobody watched X Files. You talking about the main girl from X Files? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who she is. Yeah. She's yeah. the mother in Sex Education as well. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you love that show. Yeah. You're talking about that. It's great. Um, yeah. Toby Jones is in it. Robert Duvall, which I didn't know was in this movie, but yeah, definitely looking at that. I was looking at the Vanity Fair article from uh, last month about it. And, uh, yeah. It looks. I don't know. It looks good. It looks good. So. Uh, you know, Christian Bale um, kind of got, in my opinion, a little shortchanged earlier this year <laughs> in Thor Rag or in Thor, um, whatever. Love Thunder. Uh, yeah. So you know, but yeah. he's one of those guys. Anything he's in, you know, I'm in. So absolutely, yeah. Awesome, yeah, Jake. Not. I have a question for you. Why so, is Babylon three hours and nine minutes long? Why? I know y'all bitching about Avatar. Oh, no, what is, why is, is Avatar why? three hours long? What is, what's Babylon? What is what is that? I saw because it's oh, Damien Chazelle film. Damien, it's oh, the Damien Chazelle film that's based in 1920s Hollywood with Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, Gene Smart. Oh wow. Because the other three-hour movie that came out earlier this year is still a top five. Oh my god! I think we should, they should have a rule: okay. movies can't be longer than two hour, two and a half hours. Boom. Oh that's, god, you sound like 2017. <laughs> No. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up our December movie discussion. And for the rest of the show, hopefully you're caught up, Keith. We're going to talk, be talking Andor. All of us have watched Andor, so we're, it's going to be a full-on spoiler discussion here on out. So if you have not seen it, you can either stick around and be spoiled, or you can head out of here. Um, Gio? Jake, you're more of... Gio, have you seen you know, it? 
you guys have been doing the Fandalorian Club, and you guys have been reviewing every single episode. So I kind of want you to lead the discussion, Jake, here on Andor, uh, just because you guys have been following it very, very closely. Yeah, well, why Brian does, and I why does Jake get to? Why? <laughs> why not me? I was at. You want to, Brian? You no. want to? Brian and okay, I exactly uh, weren't <laughs> able to. Brian and I weren't able to do our last episode last week because of the holiday weekend. Um, we were. Uh, I was flying the time that we were supposed to do it. I was unfortunately not home. And so I figured, you know what? Why not talk it with the group here? Talk about the final episode. Talk about the show overall. We have about 30 minutes or so. So it should be plenty enough time to talk about it. Uh, I will just say off the bat. And Brian and I talked about it. I think for the first 10 minutes of every single episode while reviewing this. This show is it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely phenomenal from start to finish. I mean, it may have things that don't work here and there. Like very, very slight things mm. but the writing is so so well crafted and so well paced um it's so meticulous and detailed and everything happens for a reason you know you may see something in episode three that comes back in episode seven uh and the finale is just speaking on that by itself it wrapped up everything perfectly i think that every storyline that had been going on from the previous couple of episodes that we have been wondering about and curious on how they were going to finish it off and then lead into season two, because we know that's coming. Um, I thought that they did it very, very well done. It was just very well done. Um, you know, Tony Gilroy, who storyboarded this whole series, you know, he wrote, helped write the episodes and, and you know, headed it all. I just think that he, he basically took an idea that wasn't Star Wars and just planted Star Wars over the top. And I've mm -hmm. talked about this with a lot of things in the past. Things typically work best when they're not created as that property. It's so strange to think about, but Andor is at its core is a spy espionage thriller. It's not Star Wars. Like, and I say that because Star Wars to people is lightsabers and the Force and the Jedi and the Sith and Yoda, and like all of these different things, we don't see any of that in this series. Now, I'm not saying that we won't, because there's a possibility with seeing stuff here in the future in season two, but season one was focused on such... It's so weird. It was so, it was focused on such a small part of the galaxy, but has such a massive, critical part in everything that's coming its way. And, that, and obviously, that's why that post credit scene was included in the show, because that's what everything is heading towards. Like, that they put that there to say, look, we're telling this very small, secluded story, but don't forget that that this is the reason this is all happening right now. The Death Star, that is the end game for everything that's coming. Um Diego Luna, I mean, I don't have to talk much about him. He's just he he knows this character and he knows how to play this character, and he is just fantastic. Uh Stellan Skarsgard is my favorite addition to Star Wars in such a long time. I think his Luthien character is such a brilliant take on a rebel we've never met before, like a different type of rebel. Obviously, a very early version of a rebel. Um, I love Deidre. Uh, you know, I love Bix. Uh, I had Jake likes Bix a lot. I love Bix, and I Cyril was the only thing I was like, oh, does its story really matter at the end? Yes, it did, but like. Where is it going to go in season two that makes it feel a little bit better in this season? Um, I just love Star Wars, man. And, I, and you guys know this, but spy espionage stuff is like my jam. Like that is what I love. And 
when you plant that in Star Wars and you give me something like this, it's just, yeah, I love it so much. And I thought the ending was fantastic. Marva, Marva for the win, MVP, that whole sequence. Uh, but I will say that officer who kicked over B2 Emo can go fuck himself. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, yeah, let's just open it up, Brian. I mean, since you guys have been doing the the Fandalorian, review, I'm guessing Geo just watched the post credit scene. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was it, a post credit scene. <laughs> uh, throw it to you, Brian. Let you get your thoughts out. Uh, I mean, Jake said pretty much most of it because he says everything about every all of it. Um, this was a movie that just got split up into twelve parts. Like that, I've said that every single week while we were watching this. Never once did I feel the like lull or like. Yeah, it feels very cinematic. Yeah. Right? Or did yeah. I feel like I was, oh, this is a filler episode? Like, no. Like, it was literally just, it literally felt like, okay, this is like just that next little part of the movie. Like, it just, it just literally just felt like one long movie. Uh, and I don't think I've ever like, watched a show where it's just like it, it felt like a one freaking long movie and i i think genuinely like when season two is done if they keep this up like it would be really fun be a lot of time to just watch like as much as you can straight just just Dang. literally it would be four hours <laughs> a long time but Dang. i mean it's fantastic. like three days brian <laughs> What? That's like three days worth of watching stuff. I don't care. That'd be uh, a cool thing to do. Like, if you had a couple of buddies to do that with, that'd be cool. Uh, you could I watch can... it in one day. You get up at like 8 a.m. and just start it. You could have it done by 7.30 or 8 at night. Yeah. You watch it all in one day. If you watch yeah, it if you take all no the way breaks. through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, just... what are they, like 45 minute long? So, yeah. yeah. I it just it's not 24 hours you can do yeah you could do it in a weekend Andy. you're right yeah, it's a three-day um, weekend it just yeah everything about it was just done so well the casting was a tier like there was no bad cast person in this uh the writing was just clearly i shouldn't say a tier s tier uh it, it, it was just yeah everything about this was just phenomenal so yeah no i so keith we talked about it on bartley and barnes right and what do you say you said i hate the show because i wasn't on the you same do. level as everybody else don't act like you don't you do okay <laughs> so we talked i think it was at like episode nine or ten when we did our reviews uh and you're, we were talking and you're like it. i mean it's good but i don't get it why has everyone left well, this show because so everyone was like like literally everybody i talked to said they only had good things to say about it, nothing bad. And they, everyone said, it's all amazing. Everything about it's amazing. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's really good. But you know what? Episodes 11 and 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I I don't want to take up it too much time. But... 11? Wait a second. How did, that, how did the first three episodes, did they didn't catch? What? The guys, prison? Guys, what the fuck? On. You like, guys are like, doing it again, attacking people's opinions. Like, relax. You're just wrong. An opinion. Your just opinion an opinion. Your opinion wrong again. Um, just like in look, the no, no, no. Here's here's uh, what I'm saying. Hang like, on. Everybody that, else in the world rock. to me is acting like it's a masterpiece, like it's the best thing they've ever seen in Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, like, can I just 
take some time to like realize that for myself. Like I just didn't like, I didn't think it was that great. Jake, fire up whiskey Jedi. Let's go. Let's go. Until I'm telling you episodes 11 and 12 were absolutely amazing. Like some of the best television I've seen period. And the ending of episode 11 is one of the best scenes in star Wars ever, ever. And I will say, and I know everybody thinks this, I'm repeating okay, what, something that everybody else has said what already, the, what, but Luthen is the most badass mother effer yeah. in Star Wars. Like, I I know people have theories about him and stuff, but like, I just think, oh, Stellan Skarsgård, man, like his, I have we ever had a character that complex in Star Wars? Like, I don't know if we have, maybe, maybe Vader, maybe Anakin, obviously. But such an amazing character. Uh, Gio and Keith, man, you guys have seen it. Uh, Keith, I'll go to you, man. I know you love the show as well. <laughs> yes. How you feel about the, the finale? I mean, I've always said... Uh, I do want to highlight this real quick. because Yes, John Pedro. Hold on. My slow computer is not... Absolutely. Knows to hate Kathleen Kennedy crowd. Never gives any credit for Star Wars shows they like. Absolutely agree. But we'll get to that later. Uh, or another time. But as far as the show, you guys know I I love Rogue One. It's probably, you know, goes between one and two. My it's probably my favorite Star Wars movie. It's always between that and Empire. But um I think to this show is just more of that. More of it it's just added so much more to the character uh of Cassian Andor which is stuff that I was already intrigued. Interested. I mean, they announced this in, like, was it 2018, maybe? I think when they announced this show. Uh, it, they announced it during the first... Uh, I feel like it was... That on that virtual Disney day they did, um, where they announced all of those Marvel shows as well, they announced this. When Disney, when Disney Plus was, like, first announced, or around then or something. Was it the, oh, was it the same time? Oh, I felt okay. like it was 18. This was one of the first things. This was this was announced alongside Mandalorian. Yeah, this wasn't during the investors call where they announced like the Lando show, right? This was way before. That was way before. This was was, no. This was announced alongside. Yeah, uh, Mandalorian is like one of the Star Wars shows coming. That's right. Yeah, I think Andy. I feel like you. you, Yeah, probably Jake. Maybe I I just don't remember. But I kind of. That's the memory I have. You might be right though. I'm not sure. But um, well, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced in November 2017. 17? Wow. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. So five years ago. So I've, yeah, well, we were all excited about that then. I definitely was. Um, uh, and it's, I mean, they more than delivered. I mean, and Jake, you hit on everything with Tony. Tony Gilroy, right? Tony, Tony Gilroy. Yeah, okay. Tony Gilroy. <laughs> I mean, they're all involved. Yeah, Tony Gilroy. Wait, they both oh. direct though, right? Like in general, not this show. They both direct and write and produce. So yeah. yeah so it's and, like you can't well, even distinguish a, them. There's a third one too, right? And there's a third one that's involved as well. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> another Gilroy, yeah. Yeah. So the Gilroy nice. brothers are uh yeah, they're they're awesome. They're, are they better than the, the Russo brothers? I don't know. They might be. Yeah. But um <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, this show, listen, I can't think of anything that's wrong with the show, honestly. That I it just I hasn't been anything where I've been like, eh. Uh, I I don't feel like I'm overselling it. I mean, I I think it's that compelling, it's that great. It had so much depth to to let's say with Cassian Andor, but 
everything he's was such a mysterious character um and they've added this whole like world or universe around him um it, it, it's just i just think it's just wonderful i can't say enough good about it you guys hit on hit on everything mostly but uh you know and there's so many characters that we may or may not ever see again but what i'm okay with that you know because i just the storytelling involved in it like there was an arc for each almost every almost every episode um but you know well, some you of reminded them, me of something what happened to andy circus's character did he have to stay there don't know after everyone left we'll, we'll never know don't know and you know, i'm okay with that though i mean we may never know we may never see him again who knows that was so like shocking like did they not think they had to they knew they were in water right <laughs> i don't think they did I don't know if they knew they were that. I mean, they're a million. Well, yeah, remember, they, they were they were blindfolded when Cassian first. Oh, time. you're right. And they just right. drop them off and they close I mean, the but thing there behind was them, huh? water coming down. But either way, like, they're, they're probably thinking, like, get out and there's land close by or something. Yeah, but they don't know that they're up on I felt so bad when he was saying he couldn't swim and then Cassian got, like, knocked down on accident. Yeah. Felt so bad for him. One of those things we'll just never know, which you know, but that's fine. But like, I kind of like that because things like that happen in life too. Like, sure, it's exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. And just, and there's much of those, and just the torture stuff with Bix was just like, oh man, we have no idea the exact thing that's happening to her because you know, but it seems like the sound, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, there's there's so much stuff. That's that that's that effect where the filmmaker intentionally. Turns the camera away. Right. Tarantino, right? Yes. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It happens off screen. It's exactly right. It's exactly right where you don't see it, but you can feel it. You know it's something terrible. And that it's just to me, it's just it's a master class in storytelling and filmmaking. This show, I think, I think it's great. Absolutely. Um, Gio, <coughs> let's get your thoughts, man. You guys aren't paying attention. We obviously know what happens to Andy Circus. Okay? okay, he gets oh, scarred. That's he right. turns into Snoke. He hits okay, his face he on a rock. The galaxy. Then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure they'll piece it together in another Disney spinoff. But <laughs> why'd they choose him though, like to to model the? You know, though, really quick, uh, just before you go, Gio, Andy Circus, yeah. because I think because of everything he does, obviously with his um, <laughs> thank you, Andy. Yes, Jeff Snoke. Remember uh, Jacob Jeff Snoke. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that's um, right. Uh, with everything he does with his motion capture or, or performance capture, or whatever, I mean, he doesn't get enough credit. For what a spectacular, mm-hmm. incredible actor he is! He might be one of the best we have on the planet. <laughs> He's such a great actor. His voice—I did anybody know that he was going to be on the show? No, no. That's crazy no. how they kept that secret. Like that's I, what I said uh, to Jake when we did Mandalorian. This is one of the most surprising things. Like Star Wars did is needs to like, or Marvel needs to go back to like how lock and key Star Wars is sure. because like. The fact that that got kept on the low right. this whole time like is has not <laughs> happened in a long remember time. Remember, I, I put it in our group chat. I was like, "Oh, Andy Circus!" Like, <laughs> yeah, and like I was watching it right in that moment when I texted you guys. Like, wow, yeah. I, that was awesome. So, yeah, but no, he he, yeah, I hope he does get an Emmy, uh, Andy. That would be or something, whatever. Give him an Oscar too. He should get an Academy Award for uh, <laughs> even for though it's show. not a movie. Just <laughs> give it to him. Yeah, just throw it out his head. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. No, that's all good. Um, yeah, you guys said a lot, and a lot of it I I do agree with. Uh, for me, it's all the rebellion stuff. It's yeah. these characters being put in situations where they have to 
test their limits and what they how much they believe in this thing you know that is the rebellion right um it's the conflict um the internal conflict of you know between right and wrong like choosing sacrifices for the greater good um for example like when uh Luthen and um oh my god why just had his name huh Sagrera Sagrera wow i can't believe i just forgot <laughs> that but anyways they're going back and forth about one of their comrades uh starts with the k the character but they're like really you're gonna have me make the choice of oh krieger whether or not you know we gotta let this guy and his men go like really for the greater good how dare you and i just i love that kind of exchange whether it's between two people or a single character like Mon Mothma and what she had to, her coming to terms with what she had to do. Yeah. Like I think about that last episode and her sitting at that couch with, uh, I think it was her sister or relative cousin, something like cousin. that. But like, oh, yeah. How she's starting to get emotional because she's like, I do have a way out. Because the Empire is starting to get on my ass about this 400,000 credits. And then you're like, wait a minute, what's she going to do? <laughs> and then you see it right. when, spoiler, she's deliberately painting her husband to be this gambling addict to take the fall for, you know, this uh, money that she's trying to, you know, cover up. And it's 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 character moments like that great writing for me that more than the action that elevates this show it's taking what what we saw in rogue one especially early on with diego luna's character and expanding on that and seeing the the desperation the the uh you know um trouble to hold on to hope and buying into this thing and doing what's necessary, even if it feels wrong, but doing it for this cause. And um, yeah, all those kind of moments for me are is what makes this show great. Um, the tension and everything else that you guys have, have said, you know, so... Gio, you brought up uh, something that we haven't even said. Mon Mothma in this show, like, great. It Jake yeah. and I talked about this a lot. Was the fact that until this show, she's arguably one of the most important characters, in but we know the least about. Yeah, we've barely seen her in. in she, she shows up for like two minutes what? in like a movie here and there. And you're Isn't like, she considered the leader of the rebellion. <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. yeah. We don't really know that much about her until now. Yeah. And like, honestly, there were times where I was sitting there, like, get back to her story. Like, I want to yes. know what's going mm -hmm. on with this. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but like, I would love to see something like this. Follow her through episode four, five, and six. Even if it's oh, like, like yeah. even if it's just like a mini series or something, just give me like little things 
four, five, and six with her. Oh my god! Well, it can be like Lost Stars, how it goes through each movie through those characters' perspectives, yeah. but it could just be Mod Mothma's perspective, perspective through those three movies. I mean, yeah. she was phenomenal in this. I think Jake, you felt the same way when we were talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, some yeah with her. That's a great point, Brian, because just her trying to. We see even in Rogue One, like her when they're having that kind of that that big you know, meeting about what to do when they finally find out what the Empire, the Death Star and all that stuff. And all, there's a bunch of senators and other rebellion leaders that didn't want to fight the Empire. They're just like, hey, there's nothing we can do. Like, <laughs> they have a weapon like this. What can we do? And she's just kind of like, and there's other people on the other side that are like, no, we got to fight, <laughs> you know, and yeah. her trying to keep it together. You can see it was unraveling even up to that point, you know. Until it took it took a uh, uh, what was his name? Shoot, uh, the uh, oh, I can't remember his name. To take the ship and go. All right, say so we fight. What's that guy's name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Luther? Uh, not the Akbar guy. He's not not Akbar, but he was the other one. Oh, Admiral Radis. Uh, Radis, yes, thank you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it oh. took him just going off on his own to get them to actually, you know, a, a fight. But um, yeah, so you're right. That that would be very compelling to see, like her trying to hold what she can of the rebel alliance together because um you can see it was splintering even as far as then you know but but a quick question about her though do you guys think she actually knew if her husband was still gambling or did she just kind of guess she just threw that accusation out there hoping maybe he still was because i kind of had the sense that she was taking the she was <laughs> making a gamble herself there hoping he was still gambling well, either I way, think she's a lot. On him? Yeah. I think she's a lot smarter than she leads to be. Oh, of course, she um, said that at this at this moment in time, <clears throat> in the timeline, she's not she's not uh, she's not seen as a very intelligent woman by larger groups of people in the Senate in the community. Um, it's clear. I mean, there's a reason why we only saw two scenes of her outside of her apartment. Um, everything else was inside her apartment. Yeah. Uh, you know, she had that incredible line of, and I don't know the exact verbiage, but she was talking to her or her friend from back home about, you know, I, I let them see what they need to see yeah. or I let them mm -hmm. see what they want to see. And, you know, I think she's playing that the entire time. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, she, she made it, I, it's hard to say because in it's a question that we can continue to talk about because it's obviously an arranged marriage, but yeah. and I'm sure they do. Oh no, they hate each other. I'm sure they do love each other to a certain extent, but oh, yeah. there's also <laughs> there's also a there's clear division on where they stand and when the tough starts to come because we know and it's something that Brian and I talked a lot about. Um, we know how or where she ends up. We don't know how she got there about how she's not on Coruscant anymore. She's basically in hiding. She's with the rebellion. So how does that come to be? Uh, you can see the seeds are kind of being planted here. You know, the separation uh, of her daughter being now gifted to a, uh, you know, gangster's son yeah. and the clear division between her and her husband 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Her storyline is very, very interesting. I think, um, you know, Cassian, it's clear to me that Cassian is much more of a important role in the rebellion than we originally thought. Yeah, I kind of see him as one of a, like a pillar. I don't know how many pillars there are, but I think he's a pillar. Like to me, when, you know, five years down the road, like after watching this first season, I see Monmouth, I see Bale, I see Cassian, you know, I see a couple of other players as pillars of the Luthen. rebellion. Luthen? Um, well, yeah, but we also have to keep in mind, we don't know where Luthen is once yeah. we see Rogue One. Like, very true. He's a pillar, but the rebellion hasn't been started officially yet, right? Like, he, it's it's not like a fully grown thing. It's, it's not a So alliance. he could very well die before that actually happens. Um, he's yeah. a pillar. Like, I think he's the pillar right now, but I unfortunately think that he's going to. He's gonna bite the dust before he becomes like an official rebellion pillar. Jake was trying um, to kill this guy off like every week. He was like, "Yeah, he's dying at the end. Yeah, he's gone." He's- well, <laughs> I, no, I, I, I wasn't saying he was dying at each episode. I was saying he was gonna die at the end of the season. No, no, no. But, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely think that he. I think he probably dies. I think he probably dies within the first two arcs of next season. That's what I'm saying. And in case you guys didn't know, just a little backstory, there's 12 episodes. Every three episodes jumps a year. Mm-hmm. If you guys did not know. For season yeah. two? Yeah. Yes. They're spanning so that four wasn't years the case for season, season one, right? No. No. So season okay. one was just a certain amount of time. Season two is going to be spanning four years. And every yeah. three episodes, or I mean, it could be two and then four. But there's four arcs. And each mm. of them are a year. So I'm saying... Oh, Luthen wow. is going to die within the first two years. That's and then Jake, saying. correct me if I'm wrong. When it ends, it's five hours before Rogue One starts. Right up to Rogue One. Well, wow. I think I think probably what's going to happen is we're going to see. See, when was the first time we met him? I I think it's going to end with him flying to the Ring of Kefreen. That's what I think. Well, it's I think that's where said, we first meet him in Rogue yeah. One. And I think that Gilroy said that's where it's going to. I think that's going to be the final shot. Maybe a post credit scene. I don't know, but like. I think the final shot of the show is going to be him flying to the Ring of Kaffirine to meet Tivik, and that's where we meet him in Rogue One. Because he's getting the information about the rebel pilot who's Mm -hmm. talked to uh, Urso about the Death Star. And that's, yeah. So that's, yeah, it's going to end right there. I think, yeah, Gilroy did say that. I I, I saw that too. Yeah, because what Rogue One starts with the flashback, right? To uh, Krennic and Jen. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, you know, after uh, Saw lifts her out of the thing, it cuts to where Cassian is, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, interesting. So we kind of hinted towards it. I know we, we don't have a lot of time here, but you guys kind of talked about some theories for season two. I mean, that's that's hard to have theories for when you know it's going to be a four-year span because um, a lot of stuff can happen. <laughs> like, a lot of stuff can happen. Does anyone do, do have you any think, Do you think we'll theories? see Felicity Jones at all? No. Like, at all? There's no point. They didn't meet before Rogue One yeah. at all. And she was she was not part of Saw's partisans at this point. She was gone. She had been, yeah, I know. Yep. You know what? She was doing her that. own thing. I, uh, you know, when we when we see her right as here. an adult. Yeah, <laughs> when we see her thing. as an adult in Rogue One, she the first time we see her she, as an adult, she's in she prison. I don't I mean I mean, maybe they shoot like a really cool post credit scene that like shows her. I don't know, but I I don't think we there's I don't think there's a point in showing her at all. Well, you know like, the reason I the reason I asked is because I I agree for the most part, but the reason I asked is because um, 
I was pretty surprised we got an episode of the Mandalorian in the middle of Boba Fett. Yeah. And not only that, but him getting back with uh, uh, Grogu, that all happened on Boba yeah, Fett. kind of odd. So, I think Gilroy I has it like basically I, almost full control on this. And I think the reason that. why we won't see Jin is something that we have not talked about, but he will 1000% be meeting K2 in season two. Yeah. So that's the Rogue One character that we're going to see in season two. And yeah. I think that, yeah. you know, I don't think it's going to be like a huge storyline, but obviously from Rogue One, the relationship between Cassian and K2 is a very important thing. How did they get there? How did that come to be? You know, do we meet him in the first year? Do we meet him in the third year? Like, that's, I think that's going to be the big thing that we're going to take away. Um, and I, I just think bringing Jin into it is too much. Now, I would say I would not be surprised if we saw Galen. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I would not sense. be surprised if we saw Galen and Krennic at some oh, point okay. in a small scene of Ben yeah. Mendelsohn and Mads Mikkelsen together, mm. maybe recreating a scene from Catalyst, just like a nice little fan thing. I don't know if Gilroy will do it, but if there's a way to tell a story where – because. Like we're getting a lot of the ISB stuff, and ISB is just another branch yeah. as as much as Krennic's uh, branches as well. There's probably a way that you can filter them in somehow, and have one scene or a couple where we see Krennic and Galen, and that is the stuff that we didn't get to see in Rogue One that they could do here, being that it is four years. Because by the end, by the end of season two. Galen, actually, this would be a cool scene of Galen sending Bodhi Rook to do his business. Okay, there you go. That That's would good. be cool That's seeing mm, Riz Ahmed come that back. That's it. Yep. And like we see that angle of how Galen did that of sending Bodhi and getting him out. Yeah. And and going to Saw and all that information <laughs> of Death Star plans. Because that post credit scene of the Death Star wasn't just to show the Death Star. It, I think it's there for a reason, and maybe oh. it has to connect to season two of like, maybe we will see Galen hand the Death Star plans off or whatever, or tell Bodhi Rook about this information, and we get to see that sequence. Or, or see him make that message yeah. for Jin. Those yeah. characters make a lot more sense, because Jin, sure. Jin hasn't even seen Saw since the end of Rebel Rising, you know, yeah. until Rogue One. So it wouldn't yeah. make sense to see her at all, because you can't even show her working with Saw, because... He she he abandoned her basically. Um, I'm gonna have to read Catalyst before K two so. You've never read Catalyst? You read no. Oh, Me too, it's Brian. So good. It's Me so too. Good. You guys have to. Um, it goes. It kind of goes hand in hand with the show and Rogue One and, and the movie. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Um. For K two so, do you guys think? And we're kind we're kind of starting to see this. Are they just gonna pretend like that comic that showed that how they met doesn't exist? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So you so, think we're getting a whole new? Thing. My theory. I don't I, think it's going to be a whole new thing, but I I do think that it they're not they yes. they've done it in previous content as far as television shows and movies that they're they contradicted. they're the, they're not afraid to tell something different. They they'll tell something similar, but they're not afraid to tell something different because ultimately, like it's all canon, yes, but when it comes down to it. The live action stuff is the number one official priority canon. canon. That yeah. is the official official. That yeah. overtakes everything. Yeah. 
That makes. And they sense. might pick. They might pick a character or something or two from the. And that comic movie. also was very wasn't received very well. So. Oh. No, and it was like a one-off. It wasn't. It wasn't even a full run. It was just like four issues or something. Keith, right. you said you had a theory. I'm, I'm guessing it was that comment yeah. you brought what up. Jordan Post said, "Yeah, yeah, that B, the B two is going to be K two K two S. That that I felt be. that almost from the beginning. Do you guys think that too? I think no. I mean, as much as I would love that, I I think <laughs> I don't think I. I don't know how that'd be possible. How would B2 get into K2SO, being that he's an ex-Imperial droid? The like, that only way mean, would be kind of like how, He's reprogrammed. Uh, they, do, they do they do L3 and Solo. L3, yes. Yeah. You, take his, you take his US... What, I mean, that's a lot, though. Like You take his memory card and put him in that... Uh, that I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see it, but I also don't want to see B2 pulled from his body, you know? Like, I think B2 <laughs> is doing his thing on Ferrix and Or not. they're not even on Ferrix anymore. I think got, that he's going to be living with Bix and in Brasso and all of them. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's got such an attachment to Cassian. I think that, and it seems it just feels similar to his relationship with with Cassian and K two. I'm sorry, yeah, K two and Cassian. So I don't well, know. I think that's a that's a clear difference between our antagonists, our protagonists. Excuse me, when it comes to Andor, Mando, Mando was so against droids. Cassian is all for droids. Yeah, right. That's a, yeah, that's right. A like it's it's just a clear difference in the two of them. You know that that he accepts them for who they are. So it's it's nice to see people being nice to droids sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like who's that other guy who brought or who was there in his house with B two? Oh, his Brasso. friend. Though. Yeah, Brasso. Brasso. I'm glad yeah. he made it. Um, I'm glad he made it through. I love him. Keith, I think it's possible because look, they showed Cassian interact with one of those droids earlier in this season, right? Yeah. What if B 2s like, hey, I. I can't help you unless I can like physically help you. And he's like, I have an idea. Cause he's, <laughs> he knows how physically imposing those droids are. Sure. So I don't know. I could see it. I don't, I wouldn't put money on it, but I could see it happening. Yeah. Um, I, happening. I have a, it's not really like a theory or anything, but it's a cool tie in if true. So you guys know Nemec's, Nemec's manifesto, right? Like how Cassian is very much taken to this manifesto mm. by Nemec. Yeah. It really is like what kind of pushed him into be the rebellion. I found this online that they could have taken this, but so we saw a scene of Cassian being handed the the manifesto, right? Mm -hmm. Is that the manifesto on his shoulder in Rogue yes. One? Absolutely. Wow. Hmm. What? I, I saw that earlier too, Jake. I, I, that Did they take too. that little box and say we're going to make an entire storyline out of Holy that crap. and turn that into man into Nemec's wow. manifesto? Absolutely. Just I see some change. That's why the show. I love attention to detail. Look at that. That's crazy. I wonder if it's in the visual dictionary. Yeah, because what did they think it was before? Like, what did they? Well, say it was just it was like before? a. It was like a decorative piece. It was something. It, yeah, that was costume, it could have been anything. right, but right. But they they took that they and made they a said, story. You know what? It. We're gonna create a character, and that is the sole reason why Cassian joins the rebellion. It that and Marva, obviously, Marva's Marva. a big part of it. But like, yeah. what Nemec was saying the entire time was what was resonating with Cassian, and then Marva was like the final nail in the coffin. Like, go get them. Like, do this. Like, you need to fight them, right? But Nemec was always just kind of like in the back of his mind. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Damn, that's interesting. Um. All right, I know we got to head out of here soon, but. I think we kind of already answered this question. Is this one of the best Star Wars stories? Rocky this is Green? the best Star Wars show. I, it oh, stories? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. One of the best? Yeah. Absolutely. So you think, you guys think it's the best 
Well, look, we have two Mandalorian seasons, one Boba Fett season, one Obi-Wan season, and this, right? This is my favorite live-action Star Wars show they've done. By I think far. I, might, I, think I might agree, too. Hmm. It's, it's I'm secondary. still go with Mandalorian season two, to be honest. Okay. But it, this is... That's why I said live-action, Andy. For sure. I didn't include animation. <laughs> oh, good point. Good point. I said live action. Clone Wars season three. For season seven of Clone Wars was. Season seven of Clone Wars is oh, wild. Season yeah. season two of Rebels is great. Rebels is just something. Gio, what about you? I mean, it's Andor's fucking great i just i don't know I, I i need some time to sit with it uh i i think i still have uh yeah, Mandalorian. an hour and a half ago so <laughs> yeah still so. fresh <laughs> it's still fresh yeah hey i've already watched it i watched the uh, jacob you talk about episode 11 and 12 i've watched both of those three times <laughs> oh my goodness they're, Keith. They're so good I'm Keith, you, you rewatch stuff like no other I do. honestly <laughs> you jacob, mean, i'm gonna i'm gonna oh brian go ahead sorry i was just gonna say my last thing I mean, that ending of episode 11 might be one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. Absolutely. Like, I'm saying top five at least. I, I, yeah. You're talking about the prison break? No, the ship leaving uh, Luthen. Luthen escaping. Oh, Luthen's lightsaber ship? Yeah. 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 His (laughs) his Sith Sith, uh, crystals? Yeah. yeah. Uh No, I do not believe that. I'm buying into the BS of people online. He is not a. People think that he's a, a he's, he's a, a Jedi. Uh, people think that okay. he is oh uh, ex Sith apprentice because those oh are lightsaber crystals that are forming his uh-huh. his ship. Like it's so stupid and out there. Like he could have yeah. gotten those from anywhere. Like yeah. they're not even. I, I don't even think they're lightsaber crystals. It's just I a freaking laser. Like, but even if they are, he could have. He's been going around the galaxy getting stuff. He's a collector. He, yeah. get, he gets well, them. like blasters don't use kyber crystals, so like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jacob, before we wrap up, I want to just do two things real quick. So mm-hmm. Gordon asked, are we going to be watching Willow? Yes, we will be watching Willow. Absolutely. We're not going to be doing an episode episode by episode, but we will have a season recap at the end. When does um, that start? I need to watch that movie. Tomorrow. Oh, or today. No, it started t- today or tomorrow. It's one oh. or the other. Sorry. Um, I think it's tomorrow. Uh, but so we'll be doing a season recap at the very end after all the episodes are together. We're going to try to do that for a lot more of television shows. We won't be doing each and every week, but television shows, we're going to try to get together and come like a season recap. And then speaking of Disney Plus, tomorrow we're actually going to be uh, reviewing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We're going to be doing a special episode of Marvel Rewind um, around the 630 time slot-ish. And we're going to spend about 45 minutes or so uh, talking about the Guardians special tomorrow evening. So join us for that as well. Quick question, Absolutely. quick question, really quick. Uh, when I can just look this up, but I'm gonna ask you guys, and I know you know, Brian, I know you know this. When is uh, when is Ahsoka? Is that in 23? Yes, okay, we're done with Star Wars for this year, okay. Well, well yeah, it's the summer time left. <laughs> it is well, Mandalorian, it's uh, so, so Keith, it's more than likely gonna be so we have Bad Batch in January and then probably Mandalorian, Mandalorian and Martin. then Ahsoka, yeah. Wow, that's going to be a hell of a year. (laughs) Um, All righty then. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. That was so much fun talking December movies and reviewing Andor in spoiler fashion. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get out of here. I'll let the guys say where you can find them online. I'll start with you, Gio. 
Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at InsiderGeo and my own channel, uh, Fandom United. Uh, stay tuned for my coverage of Empire Magazine's 2023 preview. I'm going to subscribe later tonight and read that whole thing. And there should be some nice details about next year. Next year is going to be a beast. So, yeah. Thank God. Awesome. We need to make up for this year. And Jake Berlin. <laughs> uh, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Qui-Gon Jake. Two ends. Because someone else took it before I did. And Hive. Yeah, find me on the Hive. Um, uh, the Whiskey Jedi. I'm going to get an episode out this week. Uh, it's been a little bit since I've done one, but I've been extremely busy. Uh, no. Hopefully tomorrow, but if not, then probably Thursday. Uh, and then a certain point of view with Brian. And yeah, again, tomorrow, Marvel Rewind special for Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, check that out. And then hopefully we have something special planned next week as well. Right, Jacob? Yes, we do. Do we want to talk about it now? No, it's okay. Talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Um, Brian, it's nothing exciting. It's just stuff for our show. Plans for the show next week. Okay. You'll hear about it. Uh, You'll know when you need to know. Uh, (laughs) Be of all, Sino on Twitter, Instagram, and hi. Um, my Wait, is everyone on Hive now? Did I miss something? I haven't looked at Hive in like two weeks. Jake, I looked. I haven't yeah, looked at it since we I, did it on POT. What? Uh, it's the new Twitter guys. Keith, get on Discord while you're on the yeah, show. Yeah, I was gonna Discord. bring yeah. it up, Keith. We oh, have a new Discord, Keith. Where are you? Um, yeah. And then tomorrow, my Nightcrawler thing with Geo will come That's out. Right. Uh, tomorrow morning. Keith, Keith, I watched Nightcrawler. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to see what you think of this. And then Jake got challenged to... Oh, crap. My, oh, my Neighbor Totoro. My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. It's a well. Studio Ghibli film. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Cool. So, yeah. I like those. Stuff. All right. And Mr. Keith Barnes. Uh, check out Jake's uh, TikTok. See what dance he's going to do. Um... <laughs> Brian, I know you, you – I mean, we'll get to it later. I know you – I did not feel good about the world after I watched Nightcrawler. I just uh, – anyway. I didn't um, feel good. It was a good movie, though. <laughs> yes, very good. What was yeah. that, like 2014? When did that come out? Yeah, 2014. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. The biggest snub of the two, 2010s. Mm-hmm. Been, Dude, 2014 was a banger of a movie. It was a big year. Yeah, I remember, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Check out our mm-hmm. check out our Decades uh, episode. We talked about 2010. Um, but yes, I'm on Twitter, at KeithBarnes79. Um, you can see me here on Pocket Flicks every Tuesday. Um, eventually on now, um, <laughs> you can see me uh, every now and then with my buddy Gio. You can see me on Bartley and Barnes. Go watch our last episode. Got a new episode coming out real soon, uh, probably the next few days or so, uh, with my buddy Jacob Bartley. We're talking about all the stuff from uh, December that happened in movies and TV and sports, and probably music too. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Jacob Barley824. If you're still playing fantasy football, you can come hang out with me and my buddy Gabe on First Round Fantasy on YouTube. And also, like Keith mentioned, uh, Bartley and Barnes. Uh, keep an eye out. Maybe in our Discord, we'll let you guys know when uh, when the next episode is going to be. It's coming up, though, uh, real soon here. Uh, thank you all for watching. Again, don't forget to tune in tomorrow, like we said, for our Guardians Christmas special review. And every Tuesday for this show, Apocalypse Now. At 7 p.m., we'll see you guys next time.